Larry Mason, RaceSchool.com, here with Dan Siegel, who is with the NTT IndyCar Series Pit Tech crew. Yep. And we're talking about what you have laid out here, and you have kind of a pre-tech area and then the tech area. Uh, describe the differences between that and kind of the routine of how the cars go through. Okay. Typical routine on a uh, IndyCar inspection consists of four separate elements. First is the fuel capacity in the car. Um, they are allowed 18.5 gallons of fuel. That's maximum. If they have over that, then they have to take up the space with sealed uh, plastic balls. They put that in a wire mesh and that takes up the space. The reason it would change is because it's a rubber bladder and so it'll expand and contract over time and with the temperature. From there it comes into my area that I handle and that is called pre-tech and there's two elements happening here. Everything that we can check on the car that we don't need the tech pad or the wings table, uh, we can do in pre-tech. So it's all kinds of templates that are basically go, no go, um, such as the mirror templates, the uh, main plane elements, the profiles of those, the side pods, the um, what we call the tire ramps leading up to the rear tires, things like that. Um, all the wickers that are on the car, we check all those. In addition to that, we're also checking the series sponsor stickers. So Firestone, Honda, Chevy, Dallara, um, Speedway Fuels, any of the other series sponsors that we have, all must be in the car on, in a certain spot and a certain size. Um, so that's one of the things that we check in pre-tech. In addition to all of that that's going on with pre-tech, we have safety that's happening here also. So they will be checking the rear attenuator light to make sure that the car is receiving and sending signals. They'll check the seat. They'll check the seat belts. They'll check the fire extinguisher bottle to make sure that electronically it's working. Um, they will check even the tethers, the swims on the car. Um, to make sure that they're not frayed, they're not damaged, and they're not outdated. Uh, same thing with the seat belts in the seat. Uh, we will check the manufacturer when it was manufactured um, to make sure that it hasn't been through any crashes, and if it has, that it's been inspected since then. Uh, in addition, let, let me interrupt you for a second on that seat because there have been crashes, and obviously a little wing falling off is not a big deal right. but when it's a major impact who is actually doing the seat checking because most teams do their own seats so who actually inspects that and gets the approval from you all to continue using that so we have a group that would be above our level um, if it's in an in a crash they will take a picture of any damage that's in a vehicle um, they will record that those pictures with the data that's downloaded from the car and the video from the crashes any video that we have and they will review all that they'll pull the seats and again higher than me they'll look at all that and determine if the seat was compromised if the seat belts were compromised all of that gets checked same thing with the driver's helmet it will be inspected prior to being used every weekend um, and then should something happen on track during an event, practice, qualifying, or whatever, that helmet will then be checked again before it can be used again. And I'm guessing with the aero screen that's come into mandatory use, helmets don't get the abuse that they used to, right? Because they're not getting sandblasted on the track anymore. That's correct. Um, but they still serve their purpose. You know, from the driver inside the car, it's not always from outside the car that the injuries can happen. Just bouncing around inside the car can cause injuries also. 
And I know that, for instance, Bell Racing has, if you ever have an impact, you can send your helmet to them and free of charge they will inspect it. Do you have uh, people like that from the different helmet manufacturers that will come to the track and do an inspection on, on hand if they need to? Or, or again, is that a little bit upper level here within your group? That's beyond my group, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I believe there are representatives here from the different manufacturers. I don't know that for a fact. Um, so then, that can, that's pretty much my area. The car will then proceed to the tech pad itself. And at that point, we're looking to weigh the car. So 1,705 pounds in a road course configuration is the base weight. Um, that includes everything except fuel and the physical driver himself. Um, at that point, the front wing and the rear wing will go to their tables. They'll be checked for wing angles, wing heights, clearances, all of those kind of dimensions that have to be recorded. Um, the teams have a window that they must work in. Um, the car itself will be set on three points and we will check the under tray of the car. Um, they have in four different spots down the side of the car that we have to inspect it. Um, and there's a hundred thousandths window down those four spots. Um, and depending on the track and the configuration, it's different dimensions for each each uh, discipline. Uh, once all that happens, the wings are put back on the car, the car is raised up, and we send it on its way. I noticed, I, it was Friday, I think, after the first practice session, the drivers came in and we're all getting on the scale. Do they just get weighed once per weekend? or? Yes, once per weekend. Um, they must be weighed within 15 minutes post-first on-track session that we have. And if they're not here, of course, there's a penalty. I don't remember what the penalties are. Again, that all gets handed up to a different level from me. Um, but should they not be weighed for some reason, they cannot proceed in any on-track activity until they do come and get weighed. And are they weighed after the race as well? Not necessarily. Um, if rocket who's the head of technical inspection suspects something may have happened he could pull a driver and have them weighed um, but we generally don't not too many drivers with the lead cell phones in their pockets no we make sure of that they come in their fire suits um, and we pretty much check to make sure they're not wearing jewelry and things like that you know and no phones and nothing stuffed in their pockets yeah, the lead helmet that one driver might bring. <laughs> no, nope, no lead helmets. <laughs> All right, hey, we want to thank you for your time. Uh, fascinating, and we'll get some pictures up on the website that you can see. And, uh, yeah, wish you the best of luck and enjoy uh, the weekend. And uh, glad you do what you do because we want fair competition. Yep, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Thank you.